0: The U.S. Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay, with outstanding federal benefits and up to twenty thousand dollars in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov/career/usbp. Happy Monday, May eighth, twenty twenty-three, and this is five-minute daily devotionals with religionless Christianity. Well, we've made it to Luke chapter 22, and today we'll be reading and discussing verses 1 and 2. And they read, Now the Feast of Unleavened Bread drew near, which is called the Passover, and the chief priests and the scribes were seeking how to put him to death, for they feared the people. So what is this Feast of Unleavened Bread and this Passover, and why was it celebrated? Why is it celebrated even to this day? It's actually an incredible story, and we understand its origins from the book of Exodus. Exodus chapter 12, verses 1 through 20, the Lord gives the instructions for Passover and the Feast of Unleavened Bread to Moses. In verse 1 and 2 says, The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month shall be for you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year for you. And this is incredible to me. You know, God, after freeing his people from Egypt, resets the Jewish calendar and then proceeds to give Moses the instructions for these holy days. Verse 14, God tells Moses, This day shall be for you a memorial day, and you shall keep it as a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. As a statue forever, you shall keep it as a feast. So why were Jesus and the disciples celebrating Passover in the feast? Because God decreed they would some 1,200 to 1,400 years earlier. So if God decreed it for all future generations, why don't Christians celebrate these holidays today? Now, I'm no expert on church history, but I'll give my thoughts. Passover, like much in the Old Testament, was a foreshadowing of Christ. Christ was the true Passover lamb and his blood delivered us from death. So as time went by and the church grew from largely Jewish to largely Gentile, the old customs and old laws that those in Christ are no longer bound by fell out of practice. New practices took their place. For Christians, Easter has replaced Passover as the preeminent holiday on our calendar, the day we celebrate the resurrection of Christ from the dead. And of course, Passover is still recognized on Easter weekend, but the celebration shifted focus from the symbol of man's salvation, from the punishment of sin, to the actual person and act that did in fact free us from that sin. And in AD 325 at the Council of Nicaea, Easter was officially recognized as the day to celebrate Christ's resurrection.
1: Yeah, we do everything here in America the the same but for all holidays it's it's all about candy for kids and materialism consumerism i wouldn't even say that we celebrate easter here god didn't tell us to observe a day once a year for the resurrection we gather as believers weekly and we have communion thanking jesus for his death his, um and his resurrection And every time we gather, we are observing. It's not just one day a year. What Jesus accomplished for us is to be um, observed every time we gather. People just love their traditions. And even though there's a holiday to remember the birth, uh, death, and resurrection of Jesus, we don't have to celebrate those holidays, especially in the ways that society does. Society makes holidays about candy and makes it about the kids, and which is twisted. Christ is barely thought of in all the commotion of Christmas and Easter. So my point is it's not a sin to not celebrate these holidays, but it is a sin to partake in sins of debt, materialism, and gluttony in the name of Jesus.
0: And our psalm of the day is Psalm 71, verse 5. For you, O Lord, are my hope, my trust, O Lord, from my youth.
1: Our proverb of the day comes from chapter 8, verse 17. I love those who love me, and those who seek me diligently will find me.
0: And I'll end praying for you from Psalm 145. May the Lord show you he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, that the Lord is good to all, and his mercy is over all that he has made. May you know the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth, that the Lord preserves all who love him. God bless.